Hallelujah. So good to be back online. We are expecting that you are getting strengthened, energized, equipped for whatever is out there because it didn't take God by surprise and he's our daddy and he loves us. So let's worship him. Let's thank him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. We give you the honor. We give you the thanks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Who is like unto thee? Oh, Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh, God, among the gods, who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, hallelujah. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, Doing wonders, hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, mashara patakamante. Oh, hallelujah, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases. O shepres dile bruto comoso coborinte. Hallelujah, mandreste prevedico sondo. We do not forget, but we remind ourselves and we remember. Shambra mal marakanda basite reboriendo. Hallelujah, mande caro zorobol motokorinde. Libaran zambaranda barakanda. Hashakanta makarabala brabakal barabayala makanda. Yasiri biribili birinde. Worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Manto coste bresite predipilve. Rebocusto cruzobuldo rebalide repazide rebasanta rababaranda rabacarianta. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Jesus, we bless your holy name. Thank you for the mighty Holy Spirit whom you've sent to indwell us, to live with us. Hallelujah. Guide us into all truth. Mashahape kasalamaka. Shabarama kandare me koropuse perinte.
Manakasto presili prefito coposo curi kisti. Hamajambra kama takali pocosunto. O ramba setele pocorobo zibereke debel media. Hallelujah, Lord. Japara makira pocorosunto. Mikarus korikel beriste mazihanto. Nimando remeki de koto crusto. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Represoto kote prepite korokuzinti. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Prazite krisi borokuta kamanta. Jesus, mande rosete repel metera fitamenti. Thank you, Lord. Mantre de sorondo. Mida randa rapakasa liante. Our Passover. We bless you. We praise you. Shemasi pakata masire kente. Gana barmata karpita kasa tabaranda. Ruto kusto breze di prekeste. We lift you up. We choose to magnify you. Hallelujah. We choose to look away from the natural realm. We consider you, Lord. Rapale kriselote mehende. Karamandere mokuto previte paze karamakasetea. Oh, faithful God. Thank you for your intercession at the right hand right now. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Holy One. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Lord. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe we can turn in our Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and the ninth verse. And consider how our Father has known us from ages. Hallelujah. Notice it says, Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. The one who knew us before time began. Hallelujah. Notice that he has a purpose for each one of us. And the grace for that purpose has been given to us. And so you are not here by accident. You are not a sudden appearance in the plan of God. He has been thinking about you and your exact place in the plan, in the will of God, long before time began. Isn't that interesting? So, strengthen yourself by these kind of scriptures, particularly in the midst of all that's going on out there, that you are there on purpose. God knew you were supposed to be here in 2021, and you're supposed to be here on the planet right now with a holy calling, not according to your merits, notice that, not according to your performance, but because he knew and he chose you he understood your simple faith in him. Praise God before time began. Let's probably hear that in uh, Canada also. Atanu namma kriyegaligan usaravagi Allah tanna swanta sankalpa matu krupeya prakara nammanu rakshisi parishuddha vada kare inda nammanu kare dano. Atanu jagadutpattige munchaya krupeyanu krista yesuvinalli namage anubrahisi dano. Praise the Lord. So here you are set up in the plan of God before time began, and given grace, ability, wisdom, all the supply of heaven rushing toward you, 
so that you can fulfill that plan for which you were called to the planet, separated from your mother's womb and sent to this time. All of that has been already accounted for, planned for in Christ Jesus by our loving Heavenly Father. Isn't that cool? Isn't that exciting? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. That's his power. That's his plan for you and for me. The next verse continues, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior. Notice that Jesus Christ. That's the beginning of that verse there. Hallelujah. Until now, it was hidden. It was unknown. But now is made manifest. Him being the example and being the Savior of the body himself. Notice there, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Praise God. In other words, death does not have to dominate anybody anymore. Hallelujah. By this good news. Thank you, Jesus. The dominion of death, the dominion of darkness has been broken off every single person by the work of Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and mighty resurrection, ascension, and sitting at the right hand of God. Praise God. So there is actually a clear scripture there telling us that death has lost its dominion. It has actually been abolished. It's illegal. Praise God. (laughs) It's illegal to be under the sway and dominion and rule of death. Praise God. So keep that in mind. Let that saturate our thinking because that is the message of the gospel. That is good news. Hallelujah. And so... We are to preach it just like Paul. He was appointed a preacher and teacher and apostle of the Gentiles. Praise God. So here we are out here making that clear that death has lost its dominion. The power of death has been destroyed, paralyzed. You don't have to be dominated by it anymore. Hallelujah. But there is a, a fight over this whole manner of things. Because your knowledge, your understanding uh, is going to be fought for. Your uh, revelation has to be handled. It has to be guarded. It has to be lived out. It has to be proven. Hallelujah. So that is so expensive. That is going to cost you some battle. It's going to cost you some warfare. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise God. So let's start off with 2 Corinthians As the Bible says in chapter 10, verse 4, notice the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. So here you are, straight away, told that you have weapons. And that there's a war going on and you have special weapons that pull down strongholds, that cast down imaginations. So it's about knowledge, it's about imagination, it's about deep thoughts that you and I have to now raise up and live according to. Hallelujah. And that is going to involve a casting down of certain things and a holding up and glorifying certain other things. Praise God. That's what it's all about. 
So when you feel that pain, when you feel that symptom, when you feel that emptiness in the bank account, when you feel that you are not carrying the supply, you know, you should begin to fight the good fight. Begin to fight against any other thoughts. Hallelujah. So we have to ground ourselves and be ready for this kind of battle. Praise God. Maybe we can hear that also. 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 4. So we have a battle, we are already equipped for it. Notice that it's not Jesus' own weapons, it's in quote, our warfare. Observe that, the weapons of our warfare. So Jesus has done his part and he has given us Weapons that he himself used, now it's our warfare. Did you notice that? The war is now with us, and our foe has been defeated. The captain of all of that is death, and the fear of death, defeated, foe, cancelled, paralyzed, brought to naught. There's a law against it. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? It's just that people need to know that, and people need to start thinking like that, and be dominated by such thoughts. And so you and I have to engage ourselves in this and therefore you can see one day is more than enough. Praise God, especially in this day. But notice God was not surprised. He knew you were the right person for this age, for this time. And he said, you've got the stuff, you've got the material, you've got the understanding. I will continue to fill you up with it. I will continue to get you full of these realities so that you can fight that warfare. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So we are not going around thinking like fleshly people, you know, just about natural stuff. Praise God. Thank God for caution and uh, all those things in the natural. But ha ha ha, the actual war is in the imaginations. It's in the thoughts. And we have to begin, therefore, from being free from any other lying thought and being so full of the love of God and His care for us. Amen. That has to be the basis from which we operate and that conviction helps us to stand firm. And so in the middle of all those voices, you can choose the right kind of voice. You know which voice and which thought to cast down and which thought to lift up and glorify and magnify. Hallelujah. That's very, very important. So we're going to look at some verses like that and let's see if God's nature is the same. Even though covenants have changed, his nature must be the same. Hallelujah. So we have seen covenants changing, but his nature must essentially be the same. Notice therefore, we'll go down to Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter. And this is um, during the times where they're brought out of Egypt and they are being brought into the land that God had promised them. And observe here. Verse 6, For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. He has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Doesn't that sound familiar? He's always talking like that. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, 
because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto our fathers. Notice that. Had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Praise God. So you can see that it is based on love, not really anything we are doing. Hallelujah. That must be understood. God has sworn. God has declared. God has always been like that. And so he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He loves us. Praise God. And he has to keep what he has sworn and promised. Thank you, Jesus. So his character must be settled. His desire and his love for you and I must be clear and settled. And it is from that that we begin to live and uh, do everything else. Hallelujah. Notice, brought out of the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Praise God. So let's uh, read along. Maybe we can pick up with Sister Kripa later. Notice how it unfolds. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keeps covenant and mercy. Here you see it is based on some kind of them keeping the covenant. Jesus is the one who fulfilled the keeping of it because nobody could keep it. It was impossible for man born a slave of sin and therefore Jesus himself had to come free Born free, born perfect, living perfect, tested, tempted, tried in all points like we are, yet without sin, fulfilled every requirement of the law, every legal requirement, paid the price for us. And so today, you and I can take the positive side of it and say, Hallelujah. Praise God. And so we can continue. Uh, to read from verse 12, Wherefore it shall come to pass, if you hearken to these judgments, keep and do them, that part he has done. The Lord will keep the covenant and the mercy which he swore unto your fathers. He will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb, the fruit of your land, your corn, your wine, your oil, the increase of your kind, flocks of thy sheep, in the land which he swore unto thy fathers to give thee. So notice Jesus has taken care of the legal requirements. Now you can simply receive the love, the blessing, the multiplication, the increase, no decrease at all. Everything you put your hand onto, whatever concerns you, he has sworn to increase it. Praise God. Verse 14, thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. Praise God. The Lord will take away from you all sickness and will put or permit none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which you knowest upon you, but will lay them upon them that hate thee. Thank God that's finished. Ha, ha, ha. And thou shalt consume all people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee, thine eye shall have no pity upon them. That's talking about some war, nations, etc., etc. You shall not be afraid of them, but shall remember what the Lord your God did unto Pharaoh and unto all Egypt. That's verse 18. The great temptation which thine eyes saw, the signs and wonders, the mighty hand, the stretched out arm, whereby the Lord thy God brought thee out, so shall the Lord thy God do unto all people of whom thou art afraid. Moreover, the Lord your God will send 
the hornet and so on and so forth. You notice here that he's talking very clearly that he loves his people, they are special to him, they will be above all others, that he is going to make sure that what he swore, he'll keep it, and he, he's the God who brings them out, he brought them out, and they will increase, and they will more and more see his faithfulness and his tender love. Praise God, praise God, praise God. God has not changed. Hallelujah. So we're going to pick up a line or two and hear it in Canada. Let's see if we can read maybe verse 7 and verse 8 first of all. Hallelujah. And then verse 13. Maybe 14 and 15 just to lay it down properly. Hmm. So this is who he is and this is how he is been talking and he has not changed today he's our father he's not just jehovah god but he's our abba and our great father god hallelujah praise god praise god praise god and so now we have to fight using these real realities or thoughts or concepts and they must be firmly rooted in our thinking and we must be so secure in them that we can face anything that's out there even as he's comparing it to the past, bringing them out of Egyptian bondage, they saw so many things. He said, you remember what things you saw there and I brought you out of the hand of the bondmen and Pharaoh and so forth with a mighty outstretched hand. Praise God. So, you know, we have to begin to remember that he's the same yesterday, today and forever. Hallelujah. And therefore, we can jump along to a verse like the 149th Psalm. And the fifth verse, he says, let the saints be joyful in glory. Ha, ha, ha. So today you and I are called saints because of what Jesus has done. And because you are now blood-bought, you are redeemed, you are sanctified, you are justified in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Doesn't it sound a little bit like what you heard on Sunday? Yes. Praise God. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. So this is the kind of warfare that God is talking about. It's about praise, adoration, worship, and strange confidence in a God who cannot lie or change. 
ha, 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 ha. It is so strong and so assured on the inside of you that you can now have high praises rising up from your mouth. Praise God. And a two-edged sword, which is in this case the word of God, to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people. Here we, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal anymore. We're not using swords and knives and bazookas and you know, AK-47s and things like that. We are using, these are mighty weapons, mighty through God, to the pulling down and bringing to naught any other argument that arrays itself against God. Hallelujah. Notice here, you're executing vengeance, therefore, upon disobedient spirits, upon people who are being cheated and conned by lying voices, Those voices and those things, those creatures that are hindering them, you are dealing with those things in the spirit realm, executing vengeance upon them. Hallelujah. Binding them, the verse continues, to bind their kings with chains, their nobles with fetters of iron. Hallelujah. So in the spirit realm, you are actually unleashing strange authority, which is uncanny and uh, people in the natural cannot understand it but thank God it has been given to you by the mighty resurrection of Jesus after he rose he now turned to the church and said go in my name and go cast out devils hallelujah praise God cast out devils hallelujah praise God and in Matthew 18 he said whatsoever things you bind on earth hallelujah to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. Verse 9 continues to execute upon them the judgment written. So it's going to be based on what you got from the word of God. You have to now execute with words and authority, with praise and thanksgiving. This honor have all his saints Praise the Lord. So you don't have to go looking from pillar to post for somebody to execute this for you. You have that honor. You have that place. You are special. You are his chosen. And he has called you from before time began. He knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. And he said 2021, after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, 2,000 odd years later, I will bring you to the earth so you can use his name, you can use his authority, you can use the weapons that are given to you in the spirit realm, and you can bring uh, judgment upon these wicked forces, these unseen realms. You can bind them and render them powerless. You can paralyze all their works. This I have given to you as your own choice and your prerogative. You can exercise it anytime you want. (laughs) Glory to God. Praise God. Let's see if we can read a little bit of that from maybe verse 5. It's all good, so maybe all the way to verse 9. Parishuddharu ganate inda utsaha padali, tamma hasigegala mele utsaha dvani madali. Unnata devara stotragalu avara bayal liyu, ibbayi kattiyu avara kayal liyu irali. Janangagalalli muyige muyannu prajegalalli shikshagalannu madali. Praise the Lord. So there you go. 
There it is. This honor have all his saints. This authority, this honor, this privilege has been given to all of us. The blood bought because we are the body of Christ today. Flesh of his flesh, bone of his bones. We were baptized into his name, baptized into his body. We flow with him. That name belongs to you just like your own name. That authority belongs to you just as if it were you yourself talking in his name. Praise God. Therefore, go. Go fight. Go war this warfare. Hallelujah. Praise God. So today, our business is to act on the word of God and act like it's true. Therefore, remember songs like, act on the word, act like it's true. Quit being down, oh, quit being blue. Just stand up and step out, do what you could not do. Act on the word, act like it's true. So these are going to be aids in your lying down and singing high praises of God. Acting on the word, act like it's true. Act like the word of God is true. You're born again, you're a child of God, you are legally carrying the name and authority that heaven has given you, and in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, in all three realms, every knee must bow, every tongue must confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And even if you're lying down on your bed, you can begin to reach out into the spirit realm from this confidence of his great love and authority that's been given to you and you can sing and act like it's true, act on the word, quit being down, quit being blue and stand up, step out, act on the word, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. How many of you can join us with such songs? Act on the word, act like it's true, quit being down, quit being blue, hallelujah. Step out, step out there, do what you could not do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And that faith and that action, that singing, that rejoicing is going to bring fetters on the enemy that's trying to challenge you. Praise God. It's going to lock them down, freeze them up, make them statues. Ha, ha, ha. While you execute the plan and judgment of God. Amen. So here we have a good God, a loving God, but he also knows about executing Judgment. He also knows how to fight. He's also a God of war. Ha 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 ha. Praise the Lord Jesus. And that we must not forget. Praise God. Praise God. Look at Exodus 15 verse 3. Praise God. Oh yeah. People don't know that this great love God is also a mighty warrior. <laughs> Look at verse 3 of Exodus 15. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Woo! Glory to God. We need to hear that in Canada just to hear how it sounds. Kattanu yudda shuranu, kattanu yambade atana hesaru. Woo! Atana hesaru. That's his name. He's the Lord who's called the man of war. Woo! Glory to God. Verse 4 continues, Pharaoh's chariots and his host has he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom like a stone. Praise God. Your right hand, O God, is become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed in pieces the enemy. Who's the right hand? The Lord Jesus. You see, words were spoken already about what was going to happen. And then we came along. Ha, ha, ha. 
And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. With the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The floods stood upright as an heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. Oh, glory to God. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness? Fearful in praises, doing wonders. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. So this is the the God we are dealing with here. This is the person we are talking about here. Oh yeah, he's not some mamby-pamby person. He is God. His nature is love. But I'm telling you, you don't want to encounter this side of him. You want to be on the good side. And thank God we are living in the time of good news. We're living in time of the church and grace. And this is the best time to call upon his name and be with him and accept his great fatherhood and his great love and his father heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. So uh, whether you like it or not, these things which you have seen before are going to happen again. And at some point in time, which is running out real fast, he's going to stop the clock and he's going to apply something known as judgment to those who refuse him. Hallelujah. You and I as the church have a foretaste of the authority to execute judgment against spiritual enemies of the Most High God. One of these days, it's going to go also into the physical realm where he himself is going to execute judgment against them. Don't mince words about it. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. And we need to be able to realize that that's coming one of these days and real fast. Ha, ha, ha. So let's read uh, a few verses. Sorry, let's read a few verses there before we become totally Chinese. Hallelujah. Revelation 19. Thank you, Jesus. I respect Mr. Lee, but praise God. Revelation chapter 19. And uh, let's read along. Do you think we have read anything from the previous? Nothing. Okay, let's see if we can maybe read verse 3, 4, 5, and that should do. Kattanu yudda shuranu, kattanu yambade atana hesaru. Atanu farohana ratagalanu avana sainyavanu samudra dalli nukid dane, ayal patta avana adipati gadu sahakempu samudra dalli mulugi godaru. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Now we'll just run along and notice how his character is explained like this. Later on in Revelation 19, verse 11, it says, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. Notice he's called faithful and true. 
And it is in righteousness that he's going to judge and also make war. See, so there's a right side of everything. And, uh, you know, if you're not on that right side, praise God, in the mercy and the love of God, you may face, you know, the judgment and the war side of it. It's going to happen later on in time, and it's not too far away. Praise God. He makes war. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So, I want us to, you know, get familiar with a few thoughts like this. Notice also, as you keep reading, he talks about, verse 12, His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no man knew but himself, but he himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Hallelujah. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, and out of his mouth, notice, goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with the rod of iron. And he, notice, treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. Notice that. There's somebody there that is going to tread the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. So there's another side of God that is going to be seen. Haha. And we need to be with him now. You know, make sure that you are totally wrapped by his great arms of love before all of these things begin to happen. Verse 16, And he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Ha ha ha. Praise God. So this is just a beautiful time known as the age of grace, the age of the church, where people wonder, does he really exist? Is there anybody like this Jesus? Well, get ready. Better get it right now because there's so much mercy and so much grace. There's another side there where he's going to execute wrath and he's going to bring war and he's going to fight enemies. Haha. <laughs> and I don't want to be on that side. I just beseech you by the mercy of God that you accept him now. This great loving heavenly father. Mashatarababakasta. Repotokote bereste presente. Oh, who is like you, O oh God? Who can compare with you? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. So you're called to fight right now in the spirit realm before things go out into the natural realm. We are left here to accomplish things in the spirit which will show up in the natural. Let's go to First Timothy Chapter 1, verse 18. Maybe we can read a little out of Revelation uh, 19. Maybe um, verse 11 and then uh, verse um, 13. Talking about his vesture. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So you can see there's no 
a veiled language there. It's very plain. He is known as the word of God. Ha, ha, ha. And you can see his operations there. Things have turned to another level where he's executing judgment and he's coming to make war. That's going to happen one of these days. And uh, you and I should be out of here before any hint of those things begin to come. Praise God. You might as well get it right now. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Jesus went to hell for you. Jesus paid the ultimate price that nobody was qualified to pay because only he could do that. He was born of a virgin. He only could bear your sin. He was the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Nobody else was given that name. No other name given under heaven, authorized by heaven to save mankind but that name of Jesus. And therefore all authority after the fulfillment of the job was given to that name in heaven, on earth and under the earth to go execute all manner of judgment against demonic forces First of all, cast out devils. Hallelujah. Praise God. Cast them out. Drive them out. And anything connected to them, out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's keep reading some uh, verses. We will look a little bit at these kind of things today. First Timothy chapter 1, look at verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. What are you supposed to do? War a good warfare. So there is war going on. Go fight. You have to be involved in a good fight. What is this good fight? Use the word of God. Use what Jesus has already done for you. Use it in faith. Act on the word. Act like it's true. Quit being down, quit being blue, go out there, act like the word is true. Hallelujah. Watch what's going to happen in the name of Jesus. Every enemy that has been defeated by Jesus will take its place as you begin to act like it's true. As you begin to act like the word of God is true and final authority. Hallelujah. Notice death and its rulership and dominion has been abolished and paralyzed. Praise God. That's the good news you and I are bearing in the name of Jesus. So, whether you are, in quote, a son, spiritual son of somebody or not, get this, Jesus has spoken to you as his own son. The Father God is become your father. Jesus is your eldest brother. And so, hold faith and a good conscience and deal with these things in Jesus' name. Don't forget, you have been empowered and equipped to war a good warfare with the word of God by acting like it is true, acting like it is final authority. Hallelujah. Jesus will come and do other things later, which we will read a little bit of today. Notice, it was with the word of God that we had to deal with. Praise God. That is our sword. That is exactly what it looks like. If you go to Daniel and you read the seventh verse there, you will notice some uh, vision that Daniel had. Praise God. Maybe we can read 1 Timothy 1.18 also before we go to Daniel. 
ಮಗನಾದ ತಿಮ್ಮತೆಯನೇ ನಿನ್ನ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಮುಂಚೆ ಉಂಟಾದ ಪ್ರವಾದನೆಗಳ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನೀನು ಅವುಗಳಿಂದ ಒಳ್ಳೆ ಯುದ್ಧವನ್ನು ನಡೆಸಬೇಕೆಂದು ನಿನಗೆ ಆಜ್ಞಾಪಿಸುತ್ತೇನೆ at uh, someone called the ancient of days <laughs> he was sitting down he did sit verse 9 says his garment was white as snow his hair the hair of his head like pure wool his throne was like the fiery flame it had wheels notice as burning fire a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him thousand thousands ministered unto him 10000 times 10000 stood before him the judgment was set and the books were open ha 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 so this this is another version that you need to get familiar with of the almighty god himself pure holy righteous oh yeah and some stream fiery stream issuing from before him thousands and thousands ministering to him isn't it a privilege to be able to minister to this person who's called the ancient of days ha 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 just to worship him just to honor him that is so pure that is so right that is so loving that is so accurate in his justice hallelujah we worship him we worship him notice that there will be books opened judgments are going to happen thank you thank you thank you Daniel had the privilege to see these things back then. Well, hallelujah. You and I continue on. So, if you know any of this, how should you act? Praise God. That is why we act with compassion. We pity people because they cannot see these things. Their minds are blinded. They don't have any understanding. They are simply looking in the natural realm. but you and i our eyes have been opened our imagination has been enlightened and so we have different deep thoughts thank you jesus aren't you glad that you and i can concentrate on these things rather than what is going on on the outside we are focusing on how to minister to our father glory to god glory to god praise god maybe we can hear this also in canada daniel 7 uh, verse 10 ಆತನ ಸನ್ನಿಧಾನದಿಂದ ಅಗ್ನಿಪ್ರವಾಹವು ಹೊರಟು ಬಂದಿತು ಸಹಸ್ರ ಸಹಸ್ರವಾಗಿ ಆತನಿಗೆ ಸೇವೆ ಮಾಡಿದರು ಲಕ್ಷೋಪಲಕ್ಷ ಆತನ ಮುಂದೆ ನಿಂತಿದ್ದರು ನ್ಯಾಯಸಭೆಯವರು ಕೂತುಕೊಂಡರು ಮತ್ತು ಪುಸ್ತಕಗಳು ತೆರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವು who is this king of glory the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle this is about the lord the king of glory where they ask lift up your heads o you gates be lifted up you everlasting doors let the king of glory come in and the bible declares who is this king of glory in verse 8 he's the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle hallelujah Oh yeah he's not a wimp like you saw the last time where he looked like he was weak riding on a donkey hanging on a cross spat on crowned with thorns whipped and thrashed treated like a bad word till today people use his name as a bad word but he looks upon them with mercy but one of these days they're going to see another side 
and who this man of war is, who this mighty God of battle is. Ha ha ha. Praise the Lord Jesus, the King of glory himself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. So this is our time, this is our moment to just accept the love and the heavenly grace that has been poured out in the gospel and given in his name. Please choose it, accept it now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at some more scriptures like that. Um, Jeremiah chapter, maybe we'll hear this in Canada and then go on. <laughs> we have a lot of scriptures. I hope you are enjoying Bible study. Amen. And then in Jeremiah, he tells him, that time he was, you know, quite young and just beginning to understand. In verse 10 he says, See, I have set this day thee over, notice, nations, over kingdoms, to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. Notice here that you have been given authority to pull down things in the spirit realm, to establish other things in the spirit realm, which are in line with the love and plan of God for the nations. Hallelujah. Praise God. So take your place, my brother, my sister. This is part of your warfare, which is a good warfare. Hallelujah. If you don't do it, who's going to do it? That's why you were sent there. That's why you were given life and breath and all things. Grace has been given to you so that you can take your place. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear that also, Jeremiah 1.10. And then proceed. Glory. Glory to God. So there you go. In case you're wondering why all of that kind of authority was given to you. There's your job description. You are the ones who are going to use that word and name and do things in the spirit realm, set things up so that the way of the Lord is made plain and clear, so that minds are released and people can think and make a choice properly, that we are delivered from unreasonable, wicked, faithless people, people who make no sense, people who don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. You know, people cannot understand what's going on right now, but it's so funny. They will look into your car and see whether you are wearing a mask or drinking water and then fine you for that. Isn't that unreasonable? Does that mask really keep you? You know, so many things. They're just wicked, faithless, unreasonable people. They don't have the answer to anything, but they're just having to do certain things which make no sense. Unreasonable, wicked, faithless people. That is the time into which you and I were inserted Because you and I can pray and use the authority from the word of God in the name of Jesus to make sure we are delivered from wicked, faithless, unreasonable people. So don't get caught up in the sense realm and just pursuing what everybody else is pursuing. Don't be sidetracked by all of these things. You and I have a work to do. We are the ones who have the authority given to us, vested upon us to bring these things to pass. Hallelujah. And that one who is known as the Ancient of Days, who is our Father, is actually going to ask us one of these days, what did you do with my name? What did you do with all of that authority? What did you do with the plans I had for you? Praise God. 
And um, hallelujah, thank God it's still daddy talking. So you'll have to explain to him as you'll explain to your father. Amen. But there are others who have no clue about all of these things which you and I have to pray for and look upon them with pity and compassion and courteously try to explain the hope to which we are called. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can uh, read that also. Jeremiah 110. Thank you, Jesus. So you see, we, we have things to do and they are logical and they are legitimate and they are normal. But don't forget, these things are written for us so that we will not be sidetracked. We will not waste our lives unnecessarily. We will not waste, especially during these moments. Notice that the Bible says over there in Matthew 24, 36, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. By now you've understood that Matthew 24 and 25 are not talking about this age in which we live, they are talking about the Jewish time clock which will start after we leave. After the church exits, then these moments will start to unveil themselves. And therefore, verse 36 is talking about the second coming or what is known as the millennial coming of the Lord Jesus where he comes to set up his government. He said, no man knows that, not even the angels know that, but his father only. 37, but as of the days of Noah, notice, where so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. In other words, during the time that he's going to come, that particular time where there is a tribulation and the end of the tribulation time, he says there's going to be a period where men's hearts will be like in the days of Noah. Notice, for as in the days that were before the flood... They were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day that Noe entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. In other words, even though the church has left the earth, even though there are strange things happening on the earth, stranger than ever, ever, ever seen or imagined or experienced, people are still going to defer the coming choice of Jesus. And rather, they will still continue as though life is normal, you know, marrying and eating and drinking and so on and so forth. Notice that tendency. These things are normal. They are legitimate. There's nothing wrong with them. But don't be cheated by those legitimate things and lose the focus of what's actually coming. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is a possibility that these legitimate things can now overturn our original purpose for the planet and for the time in which we live in. Hallelujah. Let's not be forgetting these things. Let's look at a similar verse in the book of Luke. Luke 17. Notice these verses are not dealing with us directly. They are talking about a people who will be left on the earth after the church has left and gone with Jesus. Luke chapter 17 has a similar theme. 
Notice verse uh, 26. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven, destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So notice that these things are normal. They are legitimate, doing business, you know, marrying, uh, eating, drinking, etc., etc., building, all this normal stuff. But to now say, I will engage in these things so that I don't have to focus. So the point is, we are trying to establish here that there are certain things that are legitimate, they are normal, and um, it is possible for us to, you know, just be like everybody else and just be going out there doing the normal things and forgetting that we have this high place and this authority and this dominion and we have to set things in motion so that the world in God's compassion will understand and call on His name. That's why we're here in this moment at this time. Not to just build and live like everybody else, but also to keep our ears open and be uh, responsible for certain things that God has planned for us. Hallelujah. So, with those kind of thoughts, we can go ahead. Does God really bother? Does God really have uh, uh, so much interest in our emotions, in our praise, in our excitement? Well, glory to God. He's the same one in this Luke 17, same chapter here. Notice here, he, there were ten lepers. And um, <laughs> very interestingly, the Bible declares that uh, there was healing and uh, one of them came back and thanked him. Verse 11 says, It came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee as he entered into a certain village they met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. Praise God. So there were ten and they cried for mercy, compassion and healing and mercy flowed. And the Bible declares here that they were cleansed. Verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorified God. Notice that loud voice of glorifying God. Verse 16, fell down on his face at his feet, or the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Notice, loud voice of thanks, and falls on his face at the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks profusely, again and again. And notice, oh, Jesus, did he bother about it? Verse 17, Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? In other words, I want it. This is normal. This is supposed to be. You're supposed to come and give me profuse thanks and make such a big deal about it. And of course, you will profit. Praise God. He says, there are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger. So notice here that <laughs> out of 100%, it looks like maybe 10%. Only 10% know how to give him thanks properly. How strange. They were all healed. Hmm. 
So he says in 19, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. The Bible declares that he was made whole. Very likely, whatever had been lost in his body was restored completely and he had all of his appendages. So not only does it give him the praise that is due to his name, due to his greatness, but also it works in the natural realm and gives you complete wholeness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Hallelujah. So God likes it when you act like it's true. God likes it when you make a big fuss and thank him and rejoice and make all these bold declarations and sing and shout with the high praises of God coming out and the double-edged sword of the word of God and you are acting like it's true and carrying on with all of this stuff. He loves it and he demands it and he asks for it and therefore we as priests in the new covenant, thank God we can give it to him. We're qualified as saints to offer these things to him and he demands it. Notice that and guess what? It turns around and blesses you and makes you whole and sound with nothing missing, nothing broken. Thank God that that's how we prove more and more that we are different, we are chosen, we are special, above, never beneath, the head, not the tail. There's always increase on our life. There's always overflow. There's always a supply of heaven. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. I wonder if Sister Krupa came back. Yes. Oh, there she is. Praise God. Luke 17. And let's see if we can maybe pick up on Sister Krupa there from about verse uh, 11. Amen. And then 13 says, they lifted their voice and said, have mercy on us, you know, praise God. And then this guy fell, verse 16, maybe we can read that, fell on his face at his feet giving him thanks, he was a Samaritan. And Jesus was not nervous and saying, Oh, no, no, that should do enough, Baya. Come on, no, 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 no. He said, Where are the others? Hallelujah. He wants it. Praise God. He's like, I like this. This is the way it's supposed to be. Where are the nine? So only 10% came here. Praise God. Where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And this man was not even in the covenant relationship, really. It's so strange how those who had the covenant relationship did not know how to tap into it, did not know the protocol of how it works. They did not know him, really. Hmm. Verse 18, let's hear that also in Kannada. Amen. So notice here, verse 19, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole. But he was already healed. So what is this whole? This is a different kind of whole. Complete, nothing missing, nothing broken. No fingers missing, no ear missing, no nose missing. Wholeness, that's the package. And it belongs to every one of us. And guess what? It comes as you act like it's true. You begin to profusely thank Him. High praises rising up. Doing exactly according to the word here. It's going to benefit. It's going to pay off my brother, my sister. And that's going to be a testimony as the world is watching for reality. 
they will see that man this guy's life is different he has a wholeness he has a soundness he has a welfare he has a well-being that none of us can understand but guess what that is our place that's your place today let's hear also verse 19 in kanada as we proceed avanige eddu hodu ninna nambikeye ninannu swasthapadisiyade andanu amen so we need to find you know uh, jumping off places where we can just let the god down and rejoice and thank god such as job 5 and you know from 19 onwards he says that he shall deliver you in six troubles yes <laughs> in seven no evil shall touch thee praise god in famine he will redeem you from death in war from the power of the sword you shall be hid from the scourge of the tongue neither shall you be afraid of destruction when it comes you don't have to be bothered about all these things in fact this is what you can do at destruction and famine you shall laugh verse 22 says can you see how your warfare is so different your warfare is different this is not fighting with bazookas and atom bombs but this is fighting based on what has been done for you already such that everything else is ridiculous that you have to laugh <laughs> you think you can put that rubbish on me <laughs> you're dreaming <laughs> you think you can put poverty sickness curse that's out there on me <laughs> this is my response <laughs> you act like it's true you act on the word you step out oh and act like it's true praise god praise god praise god woo act like it's true act on the word act like it's true step out boldly hallelujah hallelujah oh thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus oh hallelujah hallelujah oh we give you thanks at famine and pestilence you shall laugh So if you see us laughing kind of weirdly please notice that it must be based on enough sound scriptural foundation otherwise we will not laugh we laugh because it's ridiculous we laugh because it is strange that a defeated enemy will actually try to put things on us <laughs> you must be dreaming hallelujah 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 we laugh we laugh we laugh we are not afraid of anything out there we are in league with god's plans with the whole earth itself our tabernacle shall be in peace we visit our house we will not sin our children are great our children are like grass there's so many they're just blessed hallelujah they're champions they're mighty we come to the grave in a full age <laughs> we're not cut off suddenly in the prime of life in a full age like a shock of corn comes in the season of harvest when it is harvest time it is harvest time that means you will age you will fulfill the plan you will see your children's children and go home in glory praise the lord this has been searched and checked out and it is for our good hallelujah this is for your good not some other trash hallelujah don't accept it laugh about it act on the word act like it's true oh quit being down quit being blue just stand up and step out and do what you couldn't do Woo! act on the word act like it's true see this is why we have to just get into the mode and sing these kind of songs he's the miracle working god he's the miracle working god he's the alpha and omega 
He's the miracle-working God. Hallelujah. He's the miracle-working God. He's the miracle-working God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the miracle-working God. Is that the truth? Absolutely. He has not changed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus power, super power, hey, Jesus power, super power, Jesus power, super power, Jesus power, super power, Corona power, powerless power, poverty power, powerless power, but Jesus power, super power, hey, Jesus power, super power, hey, super power, super power, super power, hey, super power, super, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's high praises. High praises. Even when you're lying down on your bed, that is a reality for you. Ha, 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 ha. Because we are dealing with the God who has defeated our foes. Who is going to prove in the natural that it's better to be on his side. Thank you, Jesus. Can we read a verse or two, maybe 5 and 22 out of um, Job, please? Thank you. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. So this is why we do what we do. Because this is the weapon that has been given to us. This is what makes us fight a good fight. This is what makes us war a good warfare. These things have been spoken over us by the God of all grace who called us and knew us before time began and gave us the grace, saw us in it, called us thus and said, you go, say it in my name. Go and act on the word in my name and watch what's going to happen. Hallelujah. So I'm on his side because he's on my side. Hallelujah. Let's go to Hebrews, the ninth chapter, and look at the 24th verse. Amazing scripture. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true. See? But into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Hallelujah. Not some kind of handmade stuff that you see around here. It has passed all that. He has gone into the heavenly realms, into the eternal realms, to the very place where his own blood was shed, where that ministry was accomplished once and for all, and he has appeared in the presence of God for us. I have somebody who has appeared in the presence of God for me, for you. He has already gone there. Hallelujah. Your credit with heaven is good. Your, your place with heaven is good. With the Father, you have a good report. Hallelujah. He is there for you, speaking on your behalf. Notice, nor yet he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with the blood of others. For then must he have often suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world has he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. He has put away that nature and therefore you have a born again, brand new righteousness of God nature. You are a saint You have been given authority to sing and shout and execute judgments that are written 
upon the enemies in the spirit realm and see it come to pass in the natural. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear 24 and 25 also in Canada and rejoice and continue that mode. Ha ha. Yakandare Kristanu Nijavada Uvarige Samya Vagidu Kayinda Katida Parishuddha Stadagadali Praveshisa de Devara Samukadali Namagoskara Iga Karnisikuru Vadake Paraloka Dali Praveshisidanu. Oh, glory. Ida Lade Mahayajakanu Varusha Varushavu and Yerakavanu Tegidu Kundu Parishuddha Stadadali Praveshisuva Prakara Athanu Tananu Aneka Sari Samatisu Vadake Praveshisalilla. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you begin to track with all of these verses, you will see that there's somebody who's called the accuser of the brethren. You see, he cannot accuse unbelievers because if he accuses unbelievers, they're going to call on Jesus. They're going to get saved. So he tries to accuse believers and makes them feel that they are not worthy, makes them feel that they cannot use the name of Jesus, they cannot stand in the word of God, they cannot take their place in the plan of God. Hallelujah. So that is the voice out there. And the Bible declares that that fellow is going to be in the future, which is very soon, cast down on the earth at a certain time. And he's going to be so mad and angry about it that he's going to come out with full wrath that we haven't seen yet. It's going to come. Hallelujah. But notice verse 11. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. They love not their lives unto death. Praise God. So this is an interesting scripture from Revelation 12, the 10th and 11th verses. That you don't have to worry. We overcome. We have overcome because Jesus defeated our enemies. And the way we fight and make sure that the victory is seen in the natural is by not being bothered but by declaring the word of God in the blood of the Lamb, and therefore you will always overcome. The blood speaks for you. Jesus speaks for you. The life of God speaks for you. Now speak the word of God on the earth, and you will overcome every time. Hallelujah. That is the way we win. This is the way we overcome. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Get excited about these kind of thoughts, and constantly see. What's going to happen? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let's hear also Revelation 12, 11 in Canada as we are proceeding. Thank you, Jesus. Avaru pranada melana priti and nuturidu kurimaria datana rakta dindalu tamma sakshia vakya dindalu avananu jaisidaru. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Some things are coming. Some plans are going to be seen on the planet shortly and you and I must not be surprised. See, God is always on our side. God is always trying to help humanity to understand that he loves them. So even during the time where there's going to be judgment on the earth, you know, on the planet itself, some of the worst times that are coming up, there are going to be at least seven plagues that are going to be poured out upon the earth after the church is left, the earth. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a time which is known as the Great Tribulation, which will be midway in the seven-year period. And after that time, it's, it's just amazing. If God were not to close it down immediately, it would be a tough time. But people are expected to see all of that and say, Forgive me, Lord. Hallelujah. That's how it's supposed to happen. So if you read, for instance, you know, Revelation 16, 
He says, verse 1, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways, pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. The God of love and mercy is also the wrath of God custodian. He carries the wrath of God also. If you don't accept his mercy and his love, what do you get? So this is coming up on the planet shortly. And there are vials that are going to be poured out. And notice verse 2, he says, And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image. So there's coming a time where they're going to push the mark on people. Uh, Today is the mask, but next is going to be the mark. And uh, anyone who takes that, you know, mess mark and the whole message about it, which is, uh, you know, about identification and so on and so forth, it's going to be good for them, uh, naturally speaking, because they can do business and, and so on and so forth. Because without that mark, you won't be able to do business. You won't be able to buy and sell. Just like today, without the mask, you can't go in and buy anything. You can't even step out of your house. So it's slowly coming upon the earth. But notice, on the flip side, those who take that mark, notice, they are going to receive the wrath of God. They're going to be, you know, seeing some anger of God poured out on them. He says, there will be a grievous sore upon them. Verse 3, then the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and the sea turned to blood. Notice that. The dead man's kind of blood. That's what he's talking about. That means the coagulating type. Imagine a sea full of thick blood that's not flowing. And every living soul died in the sea. Verse 4, and the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers, fountains of waters, they became blood. Hmm. So the sea is like coagulated type, but the other streams and fountains are like flowing blood. Notice, and I heard, verse 5, the angel of the waters say, You are righteous, O Lord, which art and was and shall be, because you have judged thus. This is correct judgment, the angel says. Why? For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink. For they are worthy. They've been killing believers, killing the saints of God. And so God said, Ha ha, you're going to drink blood now. All the waters are going to become blood. Perfect judgment. He's perfect in all of his ways. People have not seen that yet. They're going to see that. It's going to happen. But you and I will be out of here. And we will just be watching from heaven and pitying them. But it's just sad. Verse 7, And I heard another out of the altar saying, Even so, Lord God, almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. Everything he does is paka, 100%. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun. The power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. So there's going to be some strange heat and uh, scorching, great heat. Notice verse 9, they blaspheme the name of God which has power over these plagues and they repented not to give him glory. See, all of these things are supposed to make people say, forgive me, I have sinned. Judgments will be on the earth to make people call for mercy. 
to call upon this God. But they still blaspheme him. Some people are not going to get it. Some people are simply not going to get it. And so on. It just keeps getting worse. You know, uh, the fifth angel, verse 10, poured out his vial upon the sea. Uh, The beast and his kingdom was full of darkness. They gnawed their tongues because of pain. They began to bite their own tongues and blasphemed God of heaven because their pains and their sores and repented not of their deeds. So there's some that are not going to change. Even in the middle of all of that. Praise God. Let's see if we can pick up one or two and then move on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's see verse, um, maybe verse 4 and 5. Muranea Dutan Utana Patrelli, Adadanu Nadigada Meleu, Nirina Bukegada Meleu, Vedano, Avugada Niru Raktawaitu Amele Jalagada Dutano, O Katane, Nilu Iruvatanu, Idatanu, Baruvatanu, Agiruvadarinda, Nilu Gige Tirku, Madidarali, Niti Swarupanagidi. Maybe you can read also verse 9 and then proceed. Manusheru Balavada Kavin in the Kandivodaru, Avaru Devaranu Ganapadisuva Hage, Manasantara Madikula de Padrava Gada Mele, Adikara Vula Devara Namavanu Dushisidaru. Oh, praise the Lord. So, in the whole thing, you can see God still saying, You can still call upon me. I am still there. If you would just say mercy, I would still show up. But they would not. See? Isn't this the best time to get saved? Isn't this the best time to call upon God instead of waiting for water to turn into blood and scorching heats and various other weird things that are going to come upon the earth? There's going to be hailstones that are going to be 100 kilos in weight falling upon people. That's going to be like the last kind of plagues that come. That's going to be so terrible that immediately after that God has to shut things down. Isn't it better to call on his name right now instead of being pushed out there, acting like everything is normal, acting like it's all cool, yeah, just going about, marrying, drinking, building, buying, selling, and then suddenly all these kind of things begin to happen. Isn't it better to just call on this righteous, holy one who says, I love you, I died for you, I paid the price for you. By your stripes, by my stripes you are healed, you are blessed, I took the curse. Why don't you call on me? You are blessed. You are special. You will only increase. It will never get worse. Act like it's true. Begin to do it in Jesus' name. Things like that. Now is the time, my brother, my sister. Maybe we'll take a a little more plunge as we go forward and observe in Revelations again some pretty scary stuff. You know, it's a book that has very scary stuff. In the 14th chapter of Revelation, there's something known as uh, a battle where... (laughs) People are going to be shocked, you know. It's going to involve at least 300 square kilometers of land. It's an old battleground called Megiddo. And uh, all the enemies of God are going to gather to fight at that place. And in an instant, in one hour, they will be suddenly blasted away by a plague that God will release out of his mouth. And there will be a pool of blood that is up to the horse's bridle, at least six feet high, and at least 300 square kilometers of blood, like a lake of blood. And it's supposed to be from an army of at least 
200 million people coming to attack the people of God during that time. Very interesting. Let's read Revelation 14, verse 17 onwards. He says, And another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle. Another angel came out from the altar, which had the power over fire. Hmm. And cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, gathered the vine of the earth, cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God, and the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out, the, out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles by the space of 1,600 furlongs. That is supposed to be close to between 200 and 300 square kilometers. Up to the bridle of the horse, blood filled the place like a lake full of blood. Hmm, very interesting. All these things are going to happen in an instant. Within an hour, these things will happen. And that will be the wrath of God, you know, showing up physically on his enemies. And blood is going to flow. And blood is going to fill the place. I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, it is better to choose this great king at this moment. What do you think? Shall we just read maybe um, verse 20? Praise God. Let's also read Revelation 9.16. It's all out of Revelation here and you can compare it. Go home, read it nicely. 9.16 And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 and I heard the number of them. That is supposed to be 200 million. They are going to come from the, the oriental areas of the earth because by their sheer numbers, it's so strange. There's going to be an army descending upon Israel, descending upon the people of God, and Jesus will come and finish it off just like that. The God of war, the man of war, he has his time to do everything. Righteously, he's going to handle these things. So my brother, my sister, we're not just dealing with some figment of imagination here. You are seeing how the earth is actually right now. You're seeing how things don't make sense. Naturally, people are being forced. People are being controlled. People are being moved in to do things that they could not even do before. It's so strange. This is just the beginning. It's better to lift up your head and rejoice Get excited about God, use the name, pray certain prayers, have passion and compassion for people out there who have no clue what's going on. Hallelujah. Maybe we should hear uh, verse 16 also in Revelation 9. Glory to God. You can always trust Sister Kripa to finish it off like that. Praise God. So you can see now that you and I have a particular window of time to rejoice, to act like it's true, enjoy God, live that life down here in the midst of the witnesses that are around your house, your neighborhood. Lift up the word, lift up Jesus, fight the good fight in your imagination, cast down the lying demonic voices 
Let the word arise. Let praise arise. Let rejoicing be real. And see, hallelujah, what will happen through your life. Being a blessing on this planet. Amen. My brother, my sister, God is also a God of war. God is also the God of judgment. God is also the God who is calling out, expecting people to repent and say, forgive me. That's all. Any moment you turn, he will run towards you and swallow you up with his great love and his blessings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for knowing us before time began. For, for separating us from our mother's womb and calling us by your grace, by your good plans. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you that the church is enjoying this moment of time in the victory that you paid for. Help us to be a testimony on the earth. Help us to set things in motion so that you can come soon. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you that we will not be cheated. We will not be sidetracked by anything out there. We will continue to seek your face. We'll continue to live according to the plan of God one day at a time. We worship you. We worship you. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. Thank you for the blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. That is our portion. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We act like it's true. We're not going by emotions. We're not going by feelings. We're acting on the word of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for sending people across our path who will accept the name and choose your glorious mercy and grace. Thank you for every household that is tuned in and listening and say they're part of what we're doing. You count them worthy of your calling. Fulfill all the good pleasure of your goodness in their lives and the work of faith with power. The name of the Lord Jesus will be glorified in each one of them and they will be glorified in that name according to your grace, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you for living for you today, just doing anything in your name today. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Isn't it a wonderful time to be on the planet in spite of everything that's happening? This is actually the word coming to pass. Hallelujah. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Let's do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. May you be blessed manifold. May you see God's grace in dimensions you never saw before. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, team. You are blessed.